Hello, hey guys, welcome to an episode of Yesterday's Capers. My name is Abdullah Molim, and this is the podcast that you never knew you needed in your life. Hey guys, we made it to 100 episodes of Yesterday's Capers. I'm Abdullah Molim, and yes, we'll be bringing you the very, very best of what we've done so far in the last 99 episodes it's been a, a long journey and yeah it's we've come such a long way from from the first one and i'll, I'll pass it on to paul because i actually don't know what to say so i was thinking you said it's like it's been a long journey but i was looking through the list of things we've done man and some of them feel like they were yesterday some of them i can't remember um you know it's it's crazy like how many how many we've done and obviously like chris to begin with like you know kicking the whole thing off yes yeah, it's, it's great man it's great to be a part of yesterday's capers and it's been really good for me anyway you've learned a lot in so many different ways i've learned what i don't know as well you know you know what the music stuff never bothered me too much it's fine but it was like the general knowledge stuff like julius caesar yeah yeah i mean that was only last week man <laughs> By the way, right, I actually looked up about the Ides of March. Basically, it's a line in Julius Caesar in William Shakespeare where he, they're warning Julius Caesar, beware the Ides of March because that's when you're going to get killed, fool. Oh, okay, so the Ides of March isn't necessarily and it's in the a middle bad of thing. March, the 15th, but yeah, so yeah. It, the 15th of March is the Ides of March. I think it literally means the middle of March. And in the middle of March is when Julius Caesar gets killed. And so he's been warned, beware the Ides of March. But yeah, anyway, back to yesterday's capers. Yeah, you mentioned Chris. Honestly, he got us off the ground, man. And I appreciate Chris so much for for doing that. And yeah, like, thank you so much, dude. And, you know, he's not the only one who's going to get flowers. We'll probably talk about that along the way as well. But yeah, like we started off talking about Top Cat, Pink Panther and Tom and Jerry. I remember that episode really well because I remember we had, people won't know this, but we had lots of logistical problems getting off the ground on that day. We had we were stuck in the worst traffic jam I've probably ever been stuck in. I'm not sure if you remember. We went one on way, we got Sunday. stuck. Yeah, we went back the other way, we got stuck and it was, it was just crazy. Anyway, yeah, so that was our first ever episode. And but it we was... interviewed Ismail South as well. My dude, my buddy, thank you so much. The first one that came for us, yeah. Yeah, it's the first guy that gets the flowers, it's him. And yeah, this was a, a strong way to start yesterday's games because like Top Cat is one of my favourite cartoons of all time. Same here, yeah. Top Cat again, yeah. I'm with you. That's my, one of my all-time favourite cartoons. At the moment, with my boy, I've been watching a ton of Tom and Jerry. You know, we spoke the other week about Chuck... Uh, Chuck Jones. Chuck Jones versus, versus Fred Quimby era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm totally with you on that. Uh, Fred Quimby is like 100 times better. It's classic, man. It's classic. And you know, with Tom and Jerry, it, it spans how many generations? Uh, even my grandma loved Tom and Jerry. Yeah, exactly. Right? So you could, it, you could, you could literally have like four or five generations of people just... Even like my mum, you could put down Tom and Jerry. My mum will watch it. She'll enjoy it. I'll enjoy it. Your son will enjoys it as well. And I think with Pink Panther, I was disappointed that he was such a klutz. <laughs> because when I was growing up, I had this image in my head that the Pink Panther was this like cool, dum 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 dum. But he's a klutz, man. 
He's the biggest klutz. I did watch one episode, right? Well, this is eight. I'm talking years and years ago. I watched this episode, right? right. And because, you know, it's at a point where, you know, it's things like physics would confuse me where I, I wouldn't understand why. And I still don't really understand why you can't pick yourself up, <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, and if you jumped off a falling object, you, why wouldn't you be okay? Right. But anyway, so there's an episode of Pink Panther where he's falling off a house also falling off something he's kind of on on an object and just before he hits the floor he just steps off it and i was like that's a good idea why don't more people do that but yeah that was episode one and it was petrifying and then episode two obviously the one that sticks out was malcolm in the middle one of the the best shows brian cranston playing this lovable goof dad did you watch, and, and by the way, did you watch Even Stevens or Microsoft growing up? I'd, I'd, I'd heard of Even Stevens, but not Microsoft. So you'd never, yeah, okay, yeah, it was a CBBC show, so yeah, of course you hadn't heard of it. But no, it was, it was actually a pretty good, funny, eccentric show. And uh, no, it was, it, was, it, was, it was fun revisiting that show. Mm-hmm. And then it was episode three. And... DuckTales! Woo! Woo! <laughs> oh, DuckTales! Oh, man. You know what? The, the thing about DuckTales is that the new version was just as good as the old version. I really liked the new version. It was really, really, really good. I mean, and... it, uh, the Snorks as well, man. Like, uh, I, I was in the background for this episode, but the Snorks was my jam when I was a kid. I totally never realized that Hannah Barbera did I, I, to be honest, I didn't know either. And the Smurfs as well. It, it had Hannah and Barbera footprints on, on both on both shows. Actually, yeah, yeah, Hannah, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Smurfs, I kind of knew that was obvious, but with with the Snorks, I was watching the uh, the the uh, opening theme, and then you could see like Hannah and Barbera presents, and then yeah, I thought, damn, they did that too. They did a good job of it as well, to be fair something with the ducktails that i think chris wanted to talk about and we never really got a chance to talk about it it was the episode is the newer ducktails version and it was when they didn't know they they had a mom or they didn't know that their mom was alive and for the longest time they thought that their mom was dead and she wasn't and she appeared in like a, an episode and there's that little clip where they're like mom and it was so emotional, man. And I think Chris wanted to mention it, but I think we had run out of time. But that was such a, a beautiful moment and such a, a nice little thing there. But I do think, yeah, with DuckTales, it was um, the new version deserves as much credit as the old version. And the old version, I genuinely liked it as much now as I did before. And yeah. David Tennant was Scrooge McDuck in the new version, I believe. So that's uh, something to uh, know of. And uh, haha, episode four brought us Sweet Valley High. Sweet Valley. Oh, do you know what? That's that's <laughs> been in my head since <laughs> since the day we sat down and we edited that uh, promo that we did. Do you remember right at the beginning? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Since that day, Sweet Valley High has been in my head. Like this is just like. Like etched in my brain. Absolutely slaps that's the that theme song. Absolutely slaps. Like they they went all the way in with that one. And also Heartbreak High was a really good show from from Australia. I think it's our first Australian show that we did and 
Yeah, Heartbreak High was was very very good. All Australian shows are good. You know what I'm like. Really, yeah, we're gonna go through a few Australian shows along the way, and we'll see if they're all good or not. I'll see if I remember if they were all good or not. But I think yeah, off the, off the top of my head, I would imagine yeah, they're they're all very good. And then obviously the special, which remarkably you did not watch growing up, Grange Hill. Yeah, so I think we might have to revisit Grange Hill as a special episode at some point. Yes, yes. That's yesterday's capers. We're going to run back some of these shows and Grange Hill is on the top of the list. I need you to be watching some of these some of these episodes of Grange Hill that were crazy, man. But I they... really, I, I, you know what? I really did enjoy listening to that episode and, and, and listening to Chris's reaction to yeah. watching some of the cool things, right? That was, that was yeah, really and nice. It was, and, and it was like some of the storylines were like, harrowing because you had like this white supremacist gripper who was like this insanely racist bully and he was you could like your my my whole body and everything's like your blood is boiling watching him and you want him to get his comeuppance really badly and when it happens it's like the best feeling in the world i remember you guys talking about someone falling in a pool as well oh yeah when he tried to commit suicide it was one of the newer version of it and it was so crazy how he thought about it. Like he had all the books in the bags and he put it onto himself and he just like threw himself in the pool and it was it was it was it was pretty harrowing, man. Really it was. I was just remember like Chris's reaction to watching that because obviously he's like yeah. watching this as like a grain chill like, I'm not, kind of thing. Yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm like I'm American and I didn't know y'all had this on your on your TV. So it's like, yeah, you got on your children's ammo. TV. Yeah, on and you got Zamo in the back of the arcade. Like you had Danny Kendall who OD'd in the back of a of a teacher's car, Mr. Bronson's car. No, Grange Hill is iconic. It's one of the Mount Rushmores of like British teen shows, like TV shows. I think it's like Matt Rushmore. We'll talk about some of the other ones like Biker Grove and Tracy Beaker along the way and then this is when you came in yeah this is my first noddy in toyland was my first episode or the noddy shop as it's kind of like known in in some 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 places yeah because i'm pretty sure i watched a couple of episodes of noddy thinking it was the same thing and it wasn't the same thing (laughs) basically they're all in a in a toy shop and they learn the principles of noddy so if you're a thieving git then don't be a thieving git and if you're mean and you're a jerk then don't be such a jerk I think this is our first Canadian show as well, because I know this was set in Canada. And obviously we did Play Days. It's the Play Bus. bus. Where does it go? Where does it stop? Watch for the sign of the lollipop. Oh, this was, yeah. This episode, yeah, because I I was thinking the other day, have we done Sesame Street? And I was like, we must have done Sesame Street. And I was like, hang on, no, literally our first episode we did, well, my first episode on the mic that we did Sesame Street. I mean, I know you didn't watch it again. Remarkably, you did not watch Sesame Street. I mean, yeah, I didn't like it. I think every millennial down watched Sesame Street. I think think you ask Gen Z kids, they will not know what it is. But But there were mega episodes though, weren't they? There were mega episodes for like a kid's show. An hour long. I mean, there there used to be an hour long back in the day, but like for like a small child as well, though you know that's a lot. No, but you're they were very engaging, man. Like I remember as a kid, Sesame Street was on point. They kept you on your toes, listening and 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 what have you. And no, Sesame Street was was important in 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 your upbringing and, and and growing up. 
And then we spoke about toxic masculinity in cartoon form. Johnny Bravo. I've got Episode oh yeah six. oh yeah 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 special Johnny Come Bravo. Come on, man! I I did a nice Excel. I even did the formulas. I, I've got the Excel here. Did you see the formulas? I did the formulas oh, and everything yeah. for the the weekdays and for the numbers. I see. That's some of that. Nice. <laughs> I do like a good spreadsheet. I'm not gonna lie. I now that I know how to do that, I think it's changed the game. Anything I do uh, at work or whatever has got a spreadsheet on it involved with formulas and self filling. Well, I'm I'm still figuring out the, the the tough formulas, but like now I can do numbers. I can do days of the week. Yeah, I can. I, I like my if you know adding up the two things. And if don't talk about if. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's way above my pay grade, buddy. If that is. If ain't even in my vocabulary. Yeah, that's the thing. As soon as you start language, like computer language, and you start with if, it's like, oh, God, that's a can of worms. Yeah, well, you're talking about spreadsheet and ifs, but then, yeah, we, and then we spoke about Johnny Quest. Yeah, the worst TV show ever made. The the theme tune was rubbish. Johnny Quest was rubbish. Everything was rubbish about it. What, 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 What struck you about being rubbish? Pick something out that you thought, this is awful. Was this one that had Celebim? Celebim? Yes, yes, it did. Yeah, with the little Indian boy. The Indian boy with a red glowing dot on his head. Okay, yeah, that wasn't very good. I'll say that right now. That 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 was that was bad. Really, really bad. And uh, Tintin as well, a cartoon that I watched very like fondly as a kid. Yeah, so I didn't watch it, so it's quite nice to um to finally you know get it under my belt. You know, Tintin is very very good. It's very education obviously Tintin in the Congo okay very very bad but in a way I have to think this fool grew up in the night oh yeah because that got that had some real bad um like uh literature didn't it like, yeah, yeah, no it had the literature and it had like the, the faces and and, and 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 all of that and you have to think okay this 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 fool wrote this in what 1930 it, it dropped so part of me is thinking yeah 1930s and then the tribe. Remember talking about this? Yes, I, I loved the tribe. The tribe was really good because I remember because I remember think, uh, seeing someone die, and then they, and then I watched series five or something like that, and they were back. <laughs> Amber, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because we all thought Amber died in the big explosion at the uh, the place where they said, "Oh, this is where you get the antidote for the virus or whatever," and the place just itself blew up, and then. We all thought Amber died, but then like Pride saved her, and then she joined the um, Eagle baddies. Mountain. Not the baddies, but I think she joined like some eco tribe. And then obviously Brave and all of them lot were like, um, "Come and save us from the Chosen," and yeah, that's how she kind of came back into uh, the fold. But no, the tribe was—is that one of those first sort of Channel Five forays? And again, our first New Zealand show. Because part of me thought the acting wasn't that good but it was still a very good show it, it was very ambitious wasn't it it wasn't um it was it wasn't a like a small concept this was like you know you're talking like hollywood stuff here you know with like post-apocalyptic worlds no adults you know all these props deserted scenes and stuff like that that's big man yeah 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 fair, fair play to a man and and the tribe is a show that definitely deserves its flowers and then we did our first black history month did some really, really good shows in this month. Keenan and Kel. It was, it was really, really nice revisiting that. Even Kaching as well. That was uh, 
nice to um nice to see again and like keenan thompson like he has done really well for himself like i i believe he's on saturday night live and he's one of like the main kind of like guys on there i'm not sure if i keep up with saturday night live i'm not really watched that but i'm yeah like he was he was definitely on there and like he's done really really well the boondocks that was uh <laughs> i was talking about this to someone the other day <laughs> The damnedest show. What's his name? Uncle? Uh, Uncle Ruckus. Uncle no Ruckus. relation. <laughs> Uncle Ruckus. No relation. Yeah. God bless the white man. Yeah, that was um, that was brutal, that show. <laughs> Before we did Sister, Sister and Moesha, those shows weren't on Netflix. We did Sister, Sister and No, exactly. Moesha. Yeah. And now that they're both on Netflix, I mean... Is it a is it a coincidence? Uh, I don't. I don't know. think it's a coincidence. And we'll talk I mean, about another sh- two shows that we did, and then boom, they're on Netflix. But no, it was it wasn't. And then obviously we did Living Single. For the record, guys, I like Friends. Okay, don't get me wrong, I like Friends as much as the next guy. And we'll, we will we will we will get to Friends on this podcast. I promise. And. More, more often not, we will say nice things, but you just you can't help. But you see a program like Living Single, the format, the concept, even like some of the characters were quite similar to the characters of Friends, and it was one of those things. Even where... like, even the, I'm just looking now at the box art, you know, of the kind of like the pictures around it, and it's yeah, it's the same. Even the one where they're all wearing like jeans and white t-shirts. I swear. I think Friends I think that. as well that they were both Warner Brothers as well. So it was kind of one of those things where Warner Brothers are like, I don't care, we're eating anyway. They're both part of our family, so whatever. Y'all can bicker over it and all the black people can watch Living Single and all the white people can watch Friends as long as we're all getting paid at the end. That, that's all that matters. And then Halloween. Again, I stand by what I said about the Goosebumps theme song. I'm supposed to be scared. I'm not supposed to be having a good time enjoying the theme song. And I remember down. you talking about this now, yeah. I'm supposed to be like, ooh, reader beware, you're in for a scare. And all of a sudden, I'm like, you know, doing a boogie and, and getting down and, and whatever. Like, come on. Yeah, I mean, Children of the Stones on that episode as well was, that was proper creepy. Yeah, that that, that, that was, ooh. Uh, this was quite a forgettable week, actually. I'm looking at this one. Mike and Angelo, Journey of Alan Street. Oh, The Queen's Nose. No, The Queen's Nose is great. Yeah, The Queen's Nose is... Iconic. I know you didn't... I didn't like the new it. one. I didn't like the new one, but I liked the old one. Oh, with harmony and melody yeah, and yeah, yeah, Gregory. Because yeah. I, I used to watch that with my sister. My sister um, used to absolutely love that show. So... Yeah. Um, used to come on at like five o'clock. CBBC and we, we used to all watch The Queen's Nose definitely. Exactly so that was her show so she watched it. There's one TV in the house so we all watched it right. And yeah Mike, actually Mike and Angelo I used to watch a lot as a kid. I did as well I think revisiting it was a bit of a shame Why? It was. I thought it was de- I thought it was fine. I didn't have anything wrong with it. I can't remember what I thought of it but I'm sure I remember it being a little bit disappointing. Then we did uh, Mona the Vampire Yeah Mona Woo yeah Mona Oh that- Yes, that's another theme song that goes all the way in. And Pepper Ann, come on. Pepper yes, Ann, Pepper Ann. Pepper Ann, And this was actually decent. And this was the first time that I had watched the Powerpuff Girls ever. I'd never watched it as a kid. Never. Powerpuff Girls is not my thing. Damn it, I forgot their names. I'm so disappointed. It was like 
Bluebell, Inkabell, and Scary Spice. I don't know. But I, <laughs> nah, I don't know why I remember their names. And then we did the first of the dogs. Wishbone, Woof, and Rin Tin Tin. Wishbone. No, I can't remember Wishbone very well. But Rin Tin Tin was made was the stories one, wasn't it? So it was basically like the dog doing like different kinds of stories. And I think that's what it was. Woof was again in my childhood growing up as a kid. And yeah, Rin Tin Tin was really good, actually. It was like, what, 1950s? Yeah, and it had like the um, all the stunts and stuff like that. Yeah, it was like Western kind of thing. Yeah, really, really, really good. One of those things where you could say, I, I've watched Rin Tin Tin. Now nah, can we talk about Biker Mice from Mars? <laughs> yeah, go on. This was so bad. I don't know why I give this show the hardest time of the lot. Maybe it's because I remember it as a kid and, and whatnot. But no, I, and and the thing is, I watched a lot of Biker Mice from Mars for this for this particular episode that we did. So you I gave it I, a fair shout. I watched about five, six, seven of these. Nowadays, if I watch a really bad show, I will struggle through one and maybe watch another one. But this one, I still, I still thought, let me try and get to something. No, the the concept was bad. Why are you from Mars? Why are you bikers? What what, what 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 what's with the girl what's the no it was it was everything about everything about this show was 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 not it i saw someone at work with a biker master mouse t-shirt i was like oh but i mean uh, you know on that same week we did pinky in the brain and danger mouse so pinky in the brain obviously is one of my it's my best all-time mouse sh- or rat show not sure. Fantastic um, show that was. Yeah. And Danger Mouse as well. Amazing. Yeah, Danger Mouse is iconic as hell. I wasn't too keen on the on the reboot of it just because it, I don't know something about that dirty old film look. I like and yeah, and and because the old version was like literally what two minutes long. It wasn't long at all. So, and then we and then we went really back to like preschool Rosie and Jim, Tots TV, and Barney. Oh, Rosie and Jim and Tots TV. That's from my childhood, man. Sac magique. Sac magique. <laughs> That's like my only French as well. And, and the Twat in the theme song. I'm the Tots TV. I'm the We're the Tots and Tots TV. And the Twat. Woo! So that was again. And Rosie and Jim. Can't really go anywhere without hearing that theme. Yeah, what's not to love about Rosie and Jim? I'm really glad that um, John Cunliffe, I'm so glad he got this show because obviously he did Postman Pat originally and didn't i believe get the, and the royalties no it was kind of like they kind of took it from him and it was and then this was like his own little project his own baby and i'm glad he had that and he was in it right at the beginning drawing the pictures that, mm. that was him that was him and then brum and rory the racing car and thomas and friends this was a banging week actually so we had like obviously Rory racing car i spoke about all you know my jam with the you know the racing stuff and i was thinking about this the other day um brum is brum like that's not Brum, as mate. Is, Brum is iconic, man. Yeah, you can't. You you've got nothing to say about Brum. No. Uh, Thomas and Friends, the new one, perhaps is not. I don't like the computer generated one. But old school Thomas Tank Engine. Watching Thomas get beat up, beat up by like James and stuff like that. You know. <laughs> I still get I still get creeped out by the one where they're like, look your man up, because obviously like you don't want to move. And they prick him on the prick him up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That is so, that is, that is really like sinister and, and, and creepy. She so was like, yeah, you don't want to go. I'm just going to, I'm going to brick you up until like the top. And you can just see like his drooping eyes at the top. 
<laughs> Man, that was that that's brutal. And then we did Alvin and the Chipmunks. Uh, and this, yeah, it is. And the Pussycat. This was not my week. Looking at that, it's not my week. Oh, come on. You didn't even like Josie in Outer Space as well? Josie and Pussycats go to Outer Space? I had beef with that show, man. Why, though? But, Why? Because it was Scooby-Doo, but it was just with, like, different characters. Like. Well, that's an insult to the people who came up with Josie and the Pussycats. It's not their fault that Hanna and Barbera decided to copy it and, and, and do Scooby-Doo. Where are you? But, like, Josie and the Pussycats, they are genuinely... That's what they do. They, 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 they solve mysteries. And they perform. What's not to like? Maybe I didn't like it because... So this came first, right? So maybe, maybe I didn't like it because I'd already yeah, seen... Barbera, I mean, no, Josie and Biscuits was, was a comic book written in the early 60s. And then I think Hannah Barbera came up with Scooby-Doo like in the late 60s. And obviously they ran together in the 70s. And obviously when they thought Josie and Biscuits wasn't working, they thought, let's do Josie and the Biscuits in outer space. If you're not working, put them in space. <laughs> Actually, you know, Alvin and the Chipmunks, that's like, again, one of my favorite cartoons as a kid. Loved Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah, I think it was okay. Um, I, as a kid, I definitely loved it. And then obviously we did the Beatles cartoon version. And yeah, I thought this was, this was good. Obviously, it's probably not the best Beatles project that they did. And I don't think they had too much to do with it. And it, again, I think it was to capitalize off their success i think this is what 1965 so this was when they were like coming into their prime and really really taking off but yeah do you want a few million quid for doing absolutely nothing yeah go on then i don't think it was that lucrative for them the cartoon and i think at the time they were doing all their movies and whatnot as well but yeah i don't yeah i don't think this was lucrative and you know what? all this stuff is pretty much forgettable to be honest so i'm just gonna like run through some of them now so i can see flipper this was pretty good. I like Flipper. Faster than lightning. Oh, actually, that week, Flipper, Skippy, and Lassie. That's a monumental animal week. Woo! It was iconic, too. You got a dolphin, you got a kangaroo, and you got the dog. Let's just see who would win out of a fight. Don't get, I don't get why they get such a nice rep. Oh, look at the dolphin. It's so cute. A dolphin will cut your face off. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, the Moomins, you couldn't pay me to watch the Moomins as a kid. But as an adult, loved it. Absolutely loved it. Completely agree. And then I'll still send you that um, Swedish Moomin every now and then. <laughs> it's so good. And Family Ness as well. I can't believe you'd never watched that. I mean, I was, I'm, I was glad to be part of yesterday's capers on that day. Like... <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe. You did not watch the family nest, but no, that was again a really, really good cartoon. Right, skimming down the Jeffersons. That was that was that was a really fun show. Yeah, and oh, the Hughleys. I love the Hughleys. The Hughleys, yeah. yeah. The Hughleys, I think it was not the Hughleys. That's that's the English version. But yeah, the Hughleys. <gasps> Dynamite, dynamite. <laughs> for, for no <laughs> reason at all. That's the the dynamite. Show. That's your cap. That's that's Captain Scarlet. The, the Same damnedest thing. show I've ever... No, but I, I, I didn't say I didn't like it. I'm just saying it was just... Dynamite! Dynamite! <laughs> it's just... Okay, why are you showing me? Static Shock. Oh. I was about to miss that. That was really good. And Black Panther as well. 
Black Panther cartoon was okay. It was good. Do you remember? Because it was like, you were like, oh, yeah, this is a normal cartoon. And oh, my God, it's really gory. It's one of those adult swim cartoons. Yeah, yeah. And we've already done a few of them over the years. Remember how I said we were talking about shows that were never on Netflix, but now all of a sudden we did the podcast and they were on Netflix. Girlfriends and Half and Half were not on Netflix. People didn't even heard of those shows. Now all of a sudden, hmm, we're going to put these shows on Netflix. Coincidence? Hmm. You decide. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And then Julia, one of like the first black lead sitcoms with a black woman in it. That was actually pretty good. And another person who deserves flowers is Nabs, who uh, was where she f- talked about Clarissa explains it all. So that was a, a really good episode, and she gave a, a wonderful insight into why she loved Melissa Joan Hart and uh, Clarissa in particular. Great episode, great chat. Iconic as hell theme song. Na 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 na. Hey, cool. Ooh, Sailor Moon. This was like our first anime, first foray into anime, and this was fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. Sailor Moon was one of those things that uh, you kind of heard of, knew a little bit of about, and it was um, amazing anime show. Amazing. It really was, and it was one of those things where. Again, a lot of people, when I first started saying, oh, I'm doing a podcast with old school TV shows and cartoons, and everyone would say, when are you going to do Sailor Moon? And I'm like, I have never heard of Sailor Moon. They're like, what? They're like, if you don't know Sailor Moon, then you need to get to know. And I'm glad we got to know, because, yeah, Sailor Moon was, was so good. So, so good. Really good. Really gripping storylines. And, yeah. And then we went on to Postman Pat. I believe it's the 40th anniversary. Oh, really? Yeah, 41, 40 years to the, not to the day, but I think, yeah, 40 September 1981 was, I think, when it came out. Postman Pat is good. I enjoyed it, but Fireman Sam was my jam when I was a kid. But then obviously they did that. Oh, with the passages from the Quran and... I think I think I think it was, it was one of those where yeah, yeah, I did that then. Game over for you, I'm I afraid. Can, yeah, I can fall all the way off, and obviously Joshua Jones was a really underrated. Oh, this was the uh, Welsh one. Yes, that's this. Yes, this was so iconic, and then obviously Baba the elephant. Yeah. I'm glad I did it just so that I know it's called Baba the elephant and not Baba, as I, I thought. Everyone's seen it, yeah. But it's a uh, Baba, and obviously the elephants and and and, and things of that nature. Home Improvement. That was your show. Yeah, that was such an amazing show, honestly. But I think it just had everything in that show, man. Like, I find it comedy writing really good when you can go some, go to something completely serious, funny, yeah. and, and, you know, and flip between the two. Arr, man, arr, arr. The line about difference between men and women, that always gets me when he's like, the difference between men and women with stop signs. So it's like, a man will say, stop. Stop right there. A woman would say, if you know what I was thinking, you'd know what needs to happen. Kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that finished me. And then obviously the Wonder Years was one of my all-time favorite programs. Loved revisiting it. And Full House was really good, actually. Full House was, was very, very good. Obviously Fuller House, which was more recently. And it's obviously with all the kids, but they're like all grown up and adults and they've got kids and everything. So that was a really, really outstanding week. The Animals of Farthingwood. Oh, wow. The Animals of Farthing, brutal. That was 
that was one of those it's a cold world bundle up cartoons yeah and actually that was a that was a rough week that was Noah's Island was a little bit of relief in between but yeah but yeah Watership Down Watership Down was the one where the rabbits got like completely messed up at the end right? you know what was crazy about that was Art Garfunkel did the song for it Bright really? eyes. Yes, yeah. I'm thinking Art Garfunkel, bless him. Nobody knows him. Nobody cares about him because it's all about Paul Simon. Yeah, Simon and Garfunkel though. Yeah, but, but but obviously Garfunkel was Garfunkel. It's not like Hall and Oates where you could take away Oates and Hall can do his own thing. But it's like, uh, no, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what Oates does, but Hall and Oates, yeah. Yeah, no, like, yeah, yeah. With, with Paul Simon, he obviously he had his own like. Solo run. Who doesn't love that song? And obviously, Art Garfunkel had bright eyes. One of the saddest moments on TV. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. And then obviously, yeah, the Yogi Bear show. Oh, yeah. it's, it's a captain. I'm going to go oh, into the park. And, when uh, he gets out in his hunting season, yeah, that <laughs> <laughs> he runs back in. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, you better get me out of there with a picnic basket, uh, Mr. Ranger. <laughs> get. And then, Okie Doke. I loved Okie Doke as a kid. This was a, plus, this was a stop motion week. I like, yeah, I like Charlie Chalk, and I think you didn't like it. I thought it was too long. I think for the premise, it's too long, man. <laughs> we on the clock here. And, oh, this was a really big week, the Hey Arnold week. With um, Patricia, yes, yes, yeah. Big I remember... ups to Patricia. Honestly, her knowledge on this sort of stuff is oh, it's, it's unparalleled, isn't it? It's, yeah, she's like different gravy when it comes to like all these cartoons and things like that, and her knowledge on a point. And obviously, she had a lot of knowledge on Hey Arnold and obviously interviewing some of the kind of people who were who created it. Yeah, I think we could because we could have gone on for hours and hours and hours talking about that show. Um that could have been one of those really one of those four, five hour episodes. And yeah, it's one yeah. of those where I had to like take stuff out in post when I didn't really want to. Yeah. Yeah. And it was it was one of those, but no, this was a very, very good, very, very strong week. And Hey Arnold is is like legendary. Hang it, hang it on the rafters forever in a day. I think we bypassed As Told by Ginger. That was outstanding, man. That was a, such a good cartoon. And obviously, it was one that I bypassed as a kid. Yep, same here. Yeah. Daria as well was one worth mentioning. Love Daria. She's, she's, she is the mood for the ages, basically. And uh, Scooby-Doo, of course. Oh, yeah, Scooby-Doo. Every day of the week, Scooby-Doo. Iconic, iconic. And obviously, Barney the dog, which I don't know why you didn't like for some weird reason. I don't remember Barney the dog. You know, where do you go when you're feeling all alone? So Barney, Barney. Oh, that's such an iconic theme song from my childhood. And then obviously, we did our first kind of like, not not TV shows, but like shows where... um. You're learning. And oh, yeah. How? Obviously, It Will Never Work was a cracking show. Angela Lamont agreed to interview, but she ignored me. So I'm upset about that show now. <laughs> I always liked Sally Graybear anyway. And then we did, um, we did the really wild show. Michaela Strachan. And you broke my heart. Michaela Strachan, you tore me apart. 
It ain't gonna happen for me and the striking. I used to want to be a vet just so I'd see you again. You put the meaning in whack-a-day. Yeah, whack-a- I can't remember what that means, man. Whack-a-day. I don't know if she used to say that on her shows. And then obviously we did the art show. So like Art Attack, Smart, and uh, Take Take Heart. Take Heart. That's the one. I was talking to people at work about that who were like our senior. Let's were put you, it that way. Were you, were, you, were, you, were you giving those poor little kids a hard time who grafted on those pictures? And sent it over. No, their parents were grafting on those pictures. Do you remember? No. One of them, I swear to God, one of them was like, "This is this is." Uh, this You're was... acting like these kids did the 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 Da Vinci masterpiece or something. It's just basically scribbles and lines. This is little Timmy who's seven, and it's a Mona Lisa. <laughs> Come on, it's not that. It wasn't that 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 glaring. I think smart with um, Mark Spate as well. Kind of talking about him as well, and that was. Um... I think that's when things get quite serious on the show, right? As in, like, we talk about TV shows, but we've other stuff comes up, you know. Really good chat that we had about mental health and kind of like with Mark Spate, where I think his whole life just kind of like fell apart, and it was one of the things where it was not his fault. Mm-hmm. It was just one of those where it was it was a he was kind of like a, a victim of circumstance and yeah it was it was really really sad and obviously art attack with neil buchanan amazing show you, get, you don't get more you don't get more iconic than that and yeah the music show now the reason why i bring this up is honestly big up to tom lowe who was in north and south we had a incredible amazing chat one of the nicest dudes out there big ups to you i hope whatever it is you're doing because i see him on instagram he's always posting like these performances that he does and they're always really really good they're really on point and honestly yeah no sweat was genuinely one of the shows i loved as a kid so talking to him about it was amazing like telling him honestly i, I used to watch the show, show yeah I watched it. I used to say no sweat. Nah, 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 nah. And obviously, I'm a man or boy. That was like my song. That was my joint. Growing up as a kid and breathing as well was another song. And we did the S Club Seven show as well, which was it was a really fun show actually, really really fun show. And good luck to them. And obviously, we we did the Children in Need, which wasn't the which wasn't their best moment. Which wasn't their, I mean, except for Bradley. Dude absolutely took it took it all the way back with it, man. And he performed and he did a, a, an absolutely incredible job with it. They were the band when I was 11 or 12. Maybe 10 or 11. This was a good week. Pablo, yeah, it was a good week, yeah. You the man and thank you so much. And then obviously... It was, it's, 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 it's rare to actually do your number one favourite show, but we did. James Bond Jr. or my favourite show growing up as a kid. James Bond Jr. was. James Bond Jr. It was my show as a kid. It was my show as an adult. The only remarkable thing is that I never went on to watch actual James Bond. I mean, I'm not a fan of James Bond in the slightest. I did watch The Living Daylights and I did not hate it. It's like... um. 1987. I think Aha did the, the theme song for it. Oh. They did the song for it. Oh, the living daylights. Yes, that one. Bertha. Lovely Bertha. Sometimes I think you're a dream. 
And anyone who works with you will know just what I mean. That's oh. another good interview week as well, wasn't it? Oh, Stephanie De Sykes. Oh, bless her heart. One of the loveliest human beings I've had the pleasure to talk to doing this, um, doing this thing. She was just the nicest human being in the world. And obviously she had a great run as a singer in the 70s and then obviously she was on Bertha and she did some of she did a lot of the the, 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 the musical soundtrack to Bertha so isn't it nice where you're singing about them going on a, a field trip Mrs. Tup who makes a lovely cup of tea so much yeah it's such a cool one and obviously Pingu yeah so I've watched a lot more Pingu recently and I absolutely love it it's amazing it's so funny <laughs> Pingu, Pingu's daft, it's silly. Pingu, Pingu is great. Bless Pingu. And uh, the Menage Enchanté, is that how you say the magic roundabout in the French? But yes, the magic Magique. roundabout. Belgique. I swear it was something like Le Menage Enchanté, but it's, it's, it's meant to say like enchanting, enchantment. Uh, oh, Enchanté. Yeah, Le Menage Enchanté. Yeah, that's how you say the magic roundabout. And then we did Schoolhouse Rock, which was brilliant. And honestly, I recommend, you know what, parents out there, if you're homeschooling your kids, put Schoolhouse Rock for them, man. It'll teach you how to do numbers. It'll teach you about the sentence of, it'll teach you about the subject of the sentence and the predicate. So Mr. Morton was the subject of the sentence and what the predicate says he does. Yeah, I mean, this was also Words and Pictures and Alphabet Castle, which I think Is I got confused Castle as a kid. Castle in the air. Old King Alpha, young Queen Pet. Oh, come on, this is incredible. The Gobbledygooker. Oh, Words and Pictures. Up and down and round and flick. She used to give it everything, man. Sophie Aldred, she was so awesome. Bless her, man. She used to like proper, like, you know, I sailor went to knee chop knee to see what you could knee chop knee. Like, she gave it, she gave it 110%, the proverbial 110%. She gave it for that show. Sophie Aldred, big up to you. Degrassi, what a show this was. Yep. This was really what good. What a show this was. This was magnificent. Absolutely magnificent. Saved by the Bell as well, we did. Yeah, I still wasn't a fan of Saved by the Bell. Glad I watched it because I was glad to see that mm. I didn't like it still. As I didn't like it as a kid, didn't like it now. Did you not like it? Did you not like it? No, I, I didn't like it this time because I didn't like the, the... Do you remember it was like a little bit and then it would zoom in like a theatre, kind of very staged, all facing the camera. So I didn't like that and, when I, and I didn't know why I didn't like it as a kid. But no, Degrassi was excellent. Blue Water High was really good. It just was unlucky that it was up against Degrassi High that week. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. And then we made it to 50 episodes and we spoke about Disney. Yeah, I mean, iconic. And then we went on to Freaks and Geeks. This was so good. Yeah, Freaks and Geeks and the Demon Freaks Headmaster was good, to be honest. Awesome. Absolutely, one of the one of the best shows we've done on this podcast, hands down. Yeah, well, I mean, it was hands a who's down. who as well, wasn't it? So it was a who's who of like top stars. Yeah, Demon Headmaster. Don't get more iconic than that. Oh, Hammerman, MC Hammer. He was one that I'm glad that we got to give his flowers to because obviously he used to have a bad rep. Having the audacity to come up with "Can't Touch This," 
obviously yeah that's one of the most iconic songs ever round the twist i cannot believe you didn't watch this as a kid and you didn't know the theme song other than when we did the trailer how did you not watch that as a kid is that one of the most iconic well probably because it was on the bbc that's that's my that's my first excuse if it was on the bbc <laughs> and then we did sabrina the teenage witch with nabs again of course all things melissa joan hart we got we got to get we got to get uh nabs involved and again she was excellent in that one again she was so good completely yeah awesome and this was such a good week animaniacs tiny tune adventures and tasmania yeah i mean uh, what, 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 brilliant week. what can you say about that that week man like that was an amazing week i mean I've never been a massive fan of the Tiny Toon concept. That you know, that whole that concept, not necessarily the show itself, but that concept. I've never been a massive fan of it. But Animaniacs, Algeria, Valeria. I don't know what I can't do the. Was it United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Haiti, Jamaica, Peru? Oh, that was oh man, that's good times. And obviously, I don't know what to say. The monkey won't do. Don't know what to say. The monkey won't do. I don't know what to say. Oh, Animaniacs was incredible. I liked how they were kind of like breaking the fourth wall all the time for people that are actually listening and knowing. I really enjoyed Tiny Toon Adventures, to be fair, and Tasmania. Taz, I did. I mean, Taz, I loved then and I love now. Taz is yeah. iconic as well. Yeah, and then Holiday. This was actually quite a, a sad one because obviously with Jill Dando. Yes. And uh, yeah. Anthony Bourdain, too, as well. Oh, yes, Anthony Bourdain as well, of course. But yeah, Jill Dando would have turned 60 this year. Wow. It's crazy, isn't it? And she was all over the telly. When I was a kid, so this was one of those like, for want of a better word, celebrity deaths that like hit different. Yeah. Because like she was everywhere on TV, everywhere. They did her episode of This Is Your Life just before she passed. So it was one of those where I'm glad in a way like she got her flowers and everybody got to realize and appreciate how brilliant she was at her job and obviously Wish You Were Here, iconic theme song. He used to go head to head with Holidays. Every Monday at seven o'clock, it was Wish You Were Here versus Holiday, and it's one of those where you like flick on the adverts and watch each one and quickly flick over, like you said, for the three-minute ad break or whatever it was. Bernard's Watch—that's like CITV flagship. Yeah, every kid wants Bernard's Watch. I never really watched Bernard's Watch growing up. Like I knew it, I knew the concept, I knew I, I maybe watched one episode, but I wasn't like into it as like other shows but then yeah burner's watch was burner's watch i loved it yeah great um teenage mutant ninja turtles it was never my i never really liked it that much no hey Vernis ernest was awful all hey, that Vern. was really i cool. liked it hey Vern. zap as well again citv classic yep hang it on the rafters no next one was your favorite one you should do that transition in this bit between. Oh, in the don't editing. worry, that's going in post, definitely, absolutely. And obviously, Stingray was really good. Aquamarina, that's such a nice song, which was like the closing credits of Stingray, which I thought was really, really nice. Thunderbirds was very iconic and classic. Yeah, I still think Captain Scarlet was had the edge over all of them, to be fair. But um, yeah, I I had all the toys as a kid, so I loved it. Yeah, I used to. I remember watching it with my dad, so it's like a lot of nostalgia in that show. The Crystal Maze. You want to talk about nostalgia? I was trying to think of the theme tune, and then bum, 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 yeah. Bum, bum. But then I kept going into like casualty. You know what? Noah and Saskia was actually pretty good. Now that I come to think of it, Noah and Saskia was a really underrated show. 
Yes, yes, that was really good. You had four in exchange, so you had the one kid from Ireland, one kid from Australia talking. That was a good week. That was a really good week, actually. I enjoyed that. It was, it was. Oh, and then on to amazing week. Uh, Yeah, I'm just looking at these things. This was an absolutely solid week. That's it. It was, it was, it was. And... City guys as well. C I T Y. You can see why these guys, the meat guys, smart and street wise. Nice. There we go. <laughs> great. That was a great, great week. The Desmonds, one of the most endearing programs that we've done. It was nice to actually sit down and watch it properly. We used to actually watch this growing up, or it used to be on in our house growing up. I I, I had watched it maybe one episode before. Or at least I knew of it to watch it. But no, like back in the 90s in our house, this used to be on every Mondays, 8.30 on Channel 4, I remember. Because that kind of area was so like packed. So you had like food and drink that my mum would want to watch. Question of Sport, we'd be on at that time. The Desmonds used to be on at that time as well. No, it was, it was, a, it was a really, really good week. And then Michiko and Hatchin, another really brilliant anime show set in Brazil, I think it was. So that was a, a really, really, um, really good show. Really liked that one. Tracy Beaker. I was supposed to get Jim involved in that episode and I didn't and I'm sorry and I should have done. Um, he was involved though, so he had his moment to shine. Yeah. And no, Tracy Beaker, again, Mount Rushmore of British children's shows. Yeah, absolutely. So I have Tracy Beaker and obviously Stormzy used it in his song, using it at the end there. That was That was really good. Winx Club, I'm sure that was our first Italian show that we did. This was a really forgettable week, actually. Totally Spies, Winx Club, and The Legend of Korra. Legend of Korra, I do remember, because that was on Netflix, I think. And then The Golden Girls. How good was this show? How good was this week? Oh, where? Like, Birds of a Feather. Birds of a Feather, Girls on Top. and This was a banging week, actually, yeah. Really, really was. And obviously, Golden Girls, I'd never watched it. I'd heard of it. But obviously, everybody would say, oh, Golden Girls, and thank you for being a friend. It's such a, a nice show. It's a really nice concept where like these older ladies in their later life find company within each other and they bond and they go through lots together. A really, really nice program. Xena. Do you know what? I was expecting Xena to be like super cheesy and super rubbish, but I, I was pleasantly surprised by it. I say that because I thought it was cool when I was a kid. And watching it back again would be like thinking, but yeah, it was long, but it was good. Yeah, it was very good, very very good. Emily of New Moon and Ocean Girl were actually good as well. Actually, to be fair, they were de- they were decent little shows. Only Fools and Horses, seventy five. I can never get bored of this man. You know what? I thought after this pod, after all of the episodes I watched, I thought, you know what? Let me have a break, and then it'll be on Gold. I'll be like, oh, I watch it all the time. Just it's one of those shows. If it's on, it will be on. If it's not the Formula One, it will be only Fools and Horses. If it's on the actual telly, unless it's Tom and Jerry, because yeah, we've... honestly, um, I just yeah, I just think of that scene where um, they're trying to like make Rodney feel bad, and you and and obviously Dell's like to Albert make it look bad, and obviously every time he'd be like, and you can see like after the the third one, you can see David Jason like trying not to laugh, yeah. Crying, <laughs> and obviously the actor that played Boise. I don't even think we mentioned it in in the pod. And it's like he he passed away uh, recently. John Chalice. He passed away, and it's, again he, he was one of the, such an iconic character. Yeah, when he talks up to um. Uh... Oh, you can say it's a throwback. Well, 
gold cycle, Marlene. <laughs> yeah. You've got a mouth and half on you, Marlene. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you didn't like Chippendale Rescue Rangers. It's got a banging theme tune, though. I will give it that. I don't know why you didn't like that. But honestly, The Raccoons was a show, again, you couldn't pay me to watch as a kid. But I did like it. <laughs> yeah. You can run with us. But no, this was this was great. Oh, the Doctor's episode was a cracking one. That was a great. Yeah, that was I a great. I loved week. the theme song to Saint Elsewhere. Absolutely loved the theme song for that. It's still like in the first episode where they're looking for that guy, and it's the guy that died right at the beginning in the corridor. <laughs> I don't know why you didn't like Children's Ward that much. I don't know why I didn't like it that much. Yeah, you said you said you was you said you weren't crazy about it, but yeah, it was it was. I thought it was good. Again, I'm putting it I'm putting it up there on the Matt Rushmore. Listeners, UK listeners in particular, you can agree or disagree, but that's the Matt Rushmore. It's it is Grange Hill, it is Tracy Beaker, Biker Grove, and Children's Ward. That is the Matt Rushmore of British children's programming. Saint Elsewhere, yeah, was fantastic. Um, press Gang. Oh, Press Gang week. That was good. That's that's one that's really unlucky to miss out on on the Matt Rushmore. Press Gang was really good, but yeah, I mean the the American accent still is a little bit like. Oh, with the, with your man with the American accent. Yeah, yeah. The McDonald's. Yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't really know why he 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 didn't need that, did he? No, I mean, do you know? Because we get on at the Americans a lot about not using British voice actors and Scottish voice actors and stuff like that. I, I mean, we should probably have hired an American to do that role. <laughs> they probably should have. Or maybe cast him as English bad boy or something like that. But you know what? Stay at Play, the BBC show, was really good. The, the six-parter one was deep, intense, but it was good. Sports Night was good as well. I enjoyed Sports Night. Oh, this was a really good week, actually. Wild Thornbury's, Fairly Odd Parents, The Jetsons. Yeah, uh, all three shows, amazing. I had never seen The Jetsons, by the way, and this was the first time seeing it, and I actually really liked it. It's one of the only times I've ever seen a cartoon and you haven't. <laughs> I'd never seen it. I don't know. It never used to come on like the. It never came on the terrestrial channels. Yeah, so I, I remember when and we. I will re- fight anyone who told me that it did. No, we had it on Cartoon Network. Right, this one again, outstanding. Family Ties, what a show this was. Family Ties was absolutely brilliant. Honestly, like the the brilliance of Michael J. Fox in this role. He was so good in this. Absolutely. Alex P. Keaton. He was brilliant. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely brilliant. The Wild House. Honeysuckle Weeks actually agreed to be on the podcast, but I don't know how why that kind of fizzles out. She played Serena in uh, The Wild House. Okay, yeah, yep, 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 yep. I'm just I'm just catching up with you. Oblongs, oblongs. What a cartoon this was. My burrito-shaped friend. That still makes me laugh. <laughs> King of the Hill was really good, wasn't it? King of the Hill was good, yeah. It was like one of those shows, but nothing, you know, it was quite... Nothing really happens, but a lot happens. Yeah, exactly. That's, it. That's what I was trying to say. Um, And I like the, yeah, I like, I like the way I do it. NYTV, NYPD Blue, Blue Healers versus a Bill. What a week this was. What a week this was, and that, and obviously, I tried to contact uh, the character that that played uh, Don Beach, but he uh, politely declined. At least he politely declined. It's better than being. It's better than you know someone ignoring me. But honestly, the bill, the the theme song, the outro with the saxophone, that dude played that saxophone like it was rent was due. Actually, rent was late. It was way past due, and he just played that sax. 
Like he's about to be thrown out of this house. Obviously, NYPD Blue Healers from Australia. Another brilliant Australian show. Y'all don't. That's a really good week, actually. I remember that week. Yeah, mm. that's really good. I tell you what, Dog of Flanders. What a show this was. Again, anime. La la la. Yes. 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 Honestly, this was so emotional. The Dog of Flanders nothing to do with a dog in the first few episodes. Oh, stop it, man! You know it, it had the it had the dog in the first episode, didn't it? They they came across the dog, didn't they? They came across the dog, but uh... there you go. They 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 came across Ferrandesu. Okay, watch my chops, Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I did appreciate Dog of Flanders not insulting the viewers, and honestly, in normal cartoons, that boy would have survived the winter without a coat and he would have lived yeah long past right but no it's a cold world i forgot that was tragic bundle up it's a cold world you're gonna walk around with no shoes and a coat in winter then yeah hypothermia is real people oh this is one for you starsky and hutch the sweeney cagney and lacy amazing week i mean i because I, 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 I hadn't watched starsky and hutch before although everyone knows about starsky and hutch absolutely loved it the sweeney again was amazing um <laughs> Cagney and Lacey was Cagney and Lacey was great and the theme song it was good but it wasn't as good as the other two Bill Conti in the 80s he was in his bag in the 80s I think he did um, the Rocky films Bill Conti 80s absolutely brilliant Biker Grove Biker 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 Grove this was so good loved Biker Grove Absolutely loved that show. I liked. I think Fame was one of my ones on this Ooh, one. That's, yeah, Fame. Fame was. Fame was really good. Yeah, I wasn't particularly big on Fifteen, but Fame. Fame was. Fame was very, very good. Actually, really, really good. That's a. That's a, that's a good chat. Actually, it was a. Was was a. Was a decent week in Living Color. Was great because obviously um, you're seeing Jim Carrey and you're seeing all the other great actors and and all on there. Honestly, you know what? Ever since we did the Monsters episode, I can't get that guitar riff out of my head from uh, Uma Thurman. Honestly, they absolutely killed it with that one. It's a great song. Oh, man, what a guitar riff. That is great. And, uh, ooh, I'm just, like, scrolling over the list now. Give Me a Break was a good show. 227. Ooh, that was a, such a good black sitcom. 227. Let me remind myself of it. 227 was a really, really good, um, really, really good show. Obviously, we may have missed stuff out, listeners, because obviously, Rugrats. We didn't even talk about the Rugrats. Chucky's mum episode. Straight in the feels. Like right in the feels. Boom. In there. Oh, what a, what a beautiful letter that was. And obviously, you know what? The Hey Arnold episode with the parents. Yes. Was really, really good as well, actually was really really good but no yeah rugrats rugrats was was, was, was oh and don't good. forget about the um pinky in the brain episode with the tigers <laughs> oh my god i would i would have sued disney come on they, like that's a violation do you know remember this whole uh aldi made a cake or Lidl made a cake and it was like oh the caterpillar cake but the, but the law what the law states that customers have to be confused 
about what they're buying and have a reasonable uh, and think they're buying the other product, right? They don't think that. They just think they're, they're thinking of buying one from Aldi, not not Marks and Spencers in an Aldi shop, right? I haven't had a caterpillar cake in twenty five years. I mean, I had one literally about a few weeks ago. Right, I think that's about it, really, in terms of episodes or ones worth talking about. Obviously, we may have missed out on some shows, but but of course, there might you know be every chance that we forget Afric, the Irish show. That was actually pretty decent. It was actually good to watch a, a show in in the in the uh, Irish language, Gaelic. Eve was a show from New Zealand, which I thought was pretty decent. I think like we've done a hundred episodes, right? This is a hundredth episode, and we're talking about of episode. It's amazing that can- Canadian TV has smashed it out of the park. Australian TV has smashed it out of the park, and like, and obviously New Zealand as well. And you've got like so many like there's been hit and misses like from the UK and from US and stuff like that. But you know what, Maniac Mansion was really bad, and that was Canadian. So you know, I don't know. I was on the border, I think, between Canada and America. Maniac Mansion was really bad, and it was Canadian AF. <laughs> no, it was that actually. To be fair, that was the worst show I've ever seen in my life. And I think the Adams Family from uh, Canada was no the, the the new Adams Family, which I didn't like, was Canadian. So Canada has had a few misses. Angela Anaconda. Oh, all right, okay, sorry. Do you know when someone's doing something really bad here and they just go with it? But they don't think it's bad. That's the whole point. They don't think it's bad. They think it's great, but it's not great. It is. It is far from being great. But no, honestly. We're gonna. I do want to do more shows from around the world, and obviously, again, a big thank you to all listeners around the world. Honestly, whether you're from England or America or Canada or Australia or South Korea or Malaysia or Russia or France or Germany, Germany's numbers are insane. Yeah, it's one of those where thank you for listening appreciate it all so so much it means a lot and you know even if you message me and saying you're from these countries and you know what egypt i love that i've got listeners in egypt a country that i love that i lived in i spent a lot of times in so so awesome and do stick around because we want you to be here for the next hundred and the next hundred after that and uh I've got this nice Excel where I can kind of do the numbers and kind of like carry on with it. So I did all of that. So yeah, honestly, thank you so much. No, it's been it's been a pleasure. We've been, I've enjoyed every minute of it. And I will say the, the the where I got the name yesterday's capers. There's a line in the song "In the Morning" by the Coral where it says, "When I leave, I try not to wake her." Tiana toast to yesterday's capers. In the morning. Yes. In the morning. That's a great song. It is. It is. I it didn't is know that was a great song. I didn't know that was the choral. Yeah, it was. Yes. Yeah, I mean, the only one I know is uh, Dreaming of You by the choral. Yeah, that's a tune that is. That's a cracking song. It's a great song. But yeah, that's where that's where the name Yesterday's Capers came from. So uh, it's probably apt to kind of leave it on that note. And uh to tell you guys that yes yesterday's capers is available wherever you get your podcast from you can download and turn on your notifications so you can get brand new episodes all the time we're on the socials on instagram it's yesterday's capers on twitter yesterday capers youtube.com forward slash yesterday's capers facebook.com forward slash yesterday's capers 
You can find me on the socials, Instagram, Abdullah underscore Molim, on Twitter, Abdullah Molim, all one word. Once again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much if you've been on the podcast and I've for some reason forgotten. I apologize, but honestly, thank you so much. There's lots of names I can't remember, but honestly, I will put it on the post in the socials and I will have everybody's names on there. And yeah, honestly, join us for more Yesterday's Capers. There's plenty more where it came from. So uh, there you go. Peace out from me and peace out from Paul. When I leave, I try not to wake up. Tiana toast to yesterday.